Knock, knock. Who's there? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. Memoirs of a Modern Marriage who? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage.com. Oh, shit. You mean I can go to the site and request to be a guest? Fuck yeah. If you want to get in on this nonsensical conversation, hop onto our site and request to be a guest today. Bonus points if you're a furry couple. Also, don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. Links are in the description. Now get ready to start your week off meh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. <laughs> We're your hosts. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And uh, yeah, it has been a pretty productive week for this guy. I am on week two of the gym and mm-hmm. I've stuck to my schedule. I've gone every day. Um, well, you put yourself a little harder, you know, than you did last week. So you're progressing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the gym has been doing wonders for me and my attitude, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, um, I'm going to get you there next week. Yep. I'm going to start going with you on Monday. All right. I can't <laughs> wait. Oh, wait I'm going till to I take just, it to the limit. Just walking on the treadmill like a uh, 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 zombie or something. <laughs> with my headphones on, like listening to sad music or <laughs> no fuck all that we're gonna we're gonna load your shit up full of like eye of the tiger just on repeat you'll like look over at me on the treadmill and i'll be like air punching liz is the man yeah walking in place yeah she's got her shirt and her shorts on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good stuff. And now I, everybody <clears throat> knows why I don't sing in your band. <laughs> well, was, you know, uh, I hardly I, I, I hardly do a good job singing my band and some people <laughs> listen to it. So it's fine. I always used to say, like, when I sing, it sounds like Yoko Ono and Bob Dylan had a baby. And like that baby ran over a cat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm not awful. I'm if I like, because like I I told you like I love to sing. I love music. Oh, I'm yeah, just not yeah. great at it. And like I always sing in the car. And the one day you were like, it, "You're not terrible. You just need coaching." And you tried, and you made me cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's because I said something that was very constructive. It was not destructive at all, but it was negative against what you were trying to perform. I mean, you were embarrassed is really what it came down to. So then I think I came upstairs and cried myself to nap. (laughs) I mean, so like embarrassment can do a lot for somebody like it can really like perceive a situation way worse than what it's supposed to be. I was trying. I was really trying. And like my thing is, is if I'm singing, it's easier for me to sound okay. And, you know, I don't know, like what your technical terms are. If I'm singing with somebody, because then I kind of have that bass and I was just singing to music and there was no one else with me. And it just was awful. And you were like, you need to do this. And. I just shut down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but it was constructive criticism and you were embarrassed. Yeah. And, and I don't want people to think you were mean. Yeah. I, it just, yeah. I think that's what it was. It was embarrassing and I cried and took yeah. a nap. <laughs> I mean, like, I I would never do anything. Like, I would never say something that was, like, unconstructive to try to help you. But... Yeah, I am definitely not a good coach when it comes down to it. I, you know, first off, I'm your husband. So you take my, you take my uh, opinion 
a little more seriously. I think it was more, it felt more personal because you're my husband. Right. Instead of a, a voice coach that, you know, like this person's being t- trained or being paid to teach me. And they are trained. I'm not trained. You are my husband. You said something and it. I took it personally and. <laughs> right. So. And. I mean, I've I've recorded numerous people. I have, um, you know, I've sang with numerous people. I have played on stage with numerous people who um, thought they could sing. Um, and I could hardly sing myself, but it works oh, for what good. I do. It works for what I do. And that was the thing. Like, this was before, like, it was during the pandemic and you were not you it was you didn't have a band i think this was even before you met eric because eric was the first right yeah and i i had written some songs this was before you had even met eric and you were talking about wanting a female singer and you were like you know if you actually put effort into it and had some training you know some coaching you wouldn't be bad and so i think originally the idea was Oh, hey, I'm going to like learn how to sing and I'm going to sing with you. And then. Yeah. Because it was a the song was uh, we were doing was like um, a Holly Go Lightly song. Right. It was uh, I think it was Indeed You Do. Yeah. Which that song is sang. Off key. (laughs) A little off key. And uh, they duet it. But. um, But. The way that my recording style is, is I wanted you to record yours first because I didn't have the uh, the capability or, or the uh, or the equipment really to record more than one person um, at a time. So, <clears throat> you know, and that was the whole reason, like I was having you do it by yourself. If I would have done it with you, it would have bled right into the mic. It wouldn't have sounded good. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. <clears throat> so, um, I know she doesn't listen, but Leah, I almost had your job in the band. <laughs> <laughs> and she only said that because she knows you don't listen. She's going to listen to this one. <laughs> this will be the one. This will be the one that she listens to. No, but I mean, and that was the original idea was that it, because I think you were writing a song that you, in your mind, you wanted that was going to be a female singer. Yeah. And so you were you wanted me to work on it because you were wanting me to try and sing it with you. Yeah. That song was couldn't be better. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like. So, Leah, I almost had your job. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't know, like the dynamic of the song. I don't think you would actually want to sing it yourself. No, it's no, it's not like a. A love song. <laughs> no, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Um, I don't know, but like there is that um, Holly Go Lightly and the Broke Off song, which I I love Holly Go Lightly and the Broke Offs, and they're married. And there's a song that they sing as a duet. It's like called like Get My Forty, Grab My Forty Five, or something like that. Yeah, and it's like uh, basically about like hating like i'm gonna drown you in your coffee and stuff like that it's kind of like it's kind of like my old song fuck that bitch yeah yeah and it's like um you better run you better hide i'm gonna grab my 45 (laughs) so like i mean yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um yeah and so for 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 those of you who know me um you probably have heard my song fuck that bitch uh, for those of you who don't know me, um, if you ever want to hear it, let me know. Um, it's not a serious song, okay? Not by any stretch of the word. Um, but I, I remember the first time you played it for my parents, and my mom's face was just like, "Oh, jaw dropped." Oh my! It, she like looks at me <clears throat> like, "What the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck did you just let into my house?" <laughs> oh yeah, good times, good stuff. <laughs> I, um, but seriously, like, yeah, if anybody ever wants to hear that song, let me know. I still have a copy of it. Uh, it's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious if you're into, uh, if you're, it's hilarious if you're into like horror movies 
or like you know something of that nature because it kind of rides the 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 coattails of the horror genre. I like the this song since I've met you has like evolved so much too. Like you wrote it as a punk song. Yeah, I wrote it back in uh, two thousand and three as a punk song. You've done it as kind of a rockabilly song. You've done it kind of as like a real slow, like a country song. Yeah, yeah, and honestly. I realize that you wrote it as a punk song, but it really fucking works as like a country song. It like, works as it, any of those songs. Yeah, it works. Like it's and and this is me. It's coming from a woman. Like it is it's crazy. But I love that song. Like I like that song and yeah. I know that you've talked about rewriting it because of the lyrics and just well, it's a good song, and with today's society, they won't get the humor in it. Yeah, because it doesn't come across humorous. It's right; it comes off dark and and, and murderous. <laughs> and like you were talking about rewriting it, so it would not be as offensive, you know, to play out. And I'm like, I literally have a vagina, and I love it. So, well, that should be the seal of approval. <laughs> Well, and, uh, you know, I don't think anybody would want to hear Fudge That Witch. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a whole different direction if you fudge a witch. (laughs) Let's fudge that witch. (laughs) Actually, let's make that a saying. And now, man, I'm going to take that back and fudge that witch. (laughs) Hell yeah. Is that like new Uh, Starting from today? (laughs) Starting from today. Fudge that witch. And like, so is it like a sexual thing or? It could be whatever you want it to be. Nice. I'm going to use it as a sexual thing. Yeah. Hey, you want to take all your clothes off and fudge that witch? (laughs) Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love it. Can I have a bumper sticker made for the car that says fudge that witch? Uh, Yeah, I do have an account with Vistaprint. Thanks. (laughs) We will get that made. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) So um, get here to hear first, kids. So uh, you know, last week we announced a giveaway. Okay. Yeah, um, and it hasn't even happened yet. Because it hasn't we're... happened yet because we are we're pushed we're pushed ahead. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited. Actually, we're recording this on a Saturday, um, the... and it's like the Saturday before the giveaway starts. Yeah, the giveaway will start Monday. The giveaway starts Monday, so you know we're actually like I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Um, the the prize is awesome. It's 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 pretty fucking awesome, and it's pretty useful. And I really hope um that we have engagement on this, so that we can pick a winner, and that winner can go home with an awesome prize. Yeah, yeah. So like um, <clears throat> basically um, you know. With uh, going back to the band thing, because I know we kind of got off track with Fudge That Witch. Oh, yeah. Fudge That Witch. Fudge That Witch. Damn it, there I go again. ADHD (laughs) is a son of a bitch. (laughs) Self-proclaimed ADHD is even worse. (laughs) Because I proclaimed it myself. Um, But, um, yeah, going back to the band thing. So, like, um, I was looking for a female singer. And, man, the journey that I have taken... And finding a female singer was dumb. Didn't, I can't even say it anything fucking worse. Um, didn't one of them want you to take a personality test? Yeah, I was. I was going. I was getting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so like, all of this was done on Facebook. Okay, so like, um, because this was still during the pandemic, things were still shut down. So your idea was just, you know, collaborating with people and, you know, sharing files and yeah. them putting their mark on it. And and at this point, uh, me and Eric, I think we had started playing together and we were playing together for about a month or so, you know. And um, so, like, when I was reaching out <laughs> for people to... Uh, collaborate with um i was writing a song called couldn't be better that um i actually uh i hit a writer's block with um i had a great idea for like this 
you know, this uh, chorus, but the lyrics I was kind of fuzzy on. So I reached out to one of my friends and uh, I was like, okay, here's what I want. And, um, you know, make it work. And this guy is a genius. Didn't he write two different versions of that song within like a day? He did, and the first one was called Monster Truck Rally of the Heart, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a good song and all, just not my style. And uh, at that point, I had already written Time to Pass, which you have heard in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I helped with. Yeah. Liz helped me with that one, so she is uh, she is named on the credits for it. Ah. Um, but... <clears throat> So my buddy Mike, he he's the uh, lyricist, and um, the guy's fantastic. Musically, he's a genius. I mean, he could play almost any instrument that you hand him. Um, and if he doesn't know how to play it, it does not take long for him to learn how to play it. And didn't he uh, do some accompaniment on uh, Norwegian Wood that I walked down the aisle to? Uh, no, that was actually JC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um he did the uh the piano. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um but with Mike, he actually did some work on uh he did some frame drum work um on the uh extended weird version of Out Here, which I actually like. I weirdness. love that. I'm also I play the kazoo in it. Yeah, she does play the kazoo in it. Um and the uh and he played banjo on an alternate version of a song I wrote for Liz called I'm Happy I Found You. Um, and those versions still exist on SoundCloud. So if you ever want to listen to them, uh, send me a message. I'll be more than happy to send you a link to that SoundCloud. But uh, yeah, so he helped me write these lyrics. And... um they were golden. I mean, like the second version that I got, I think it was the second version. Maybe he wrote a third, mm-hmm. but uh, the second version that I got, it just fell into place. And <clears throat> I, uh, you know, I was singing it, you know, and I would sing my part and the female part just to kind of see how it would feel. Wait, and, did you change your voice? So you sounded like a female, like, like like I did with uh, Indeed You Do? Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> um, but uh, so I put a uh, a feeler out on Facebook one day. And um, I had gotten – so first things first, I'm going to let everybody here know uh, that being a musician is not easy – Especially if everybody thinks you're established. At that point, I was not established. You know, I was just a solo guy producing music in his basement. And, um, people didn't take it seriously. People didn't take it as seriously. But, like, the people who did take it seriously were the people in these groups that have been seasoned musicians for, like, you know, 45, 50 fucking years. You know, and, like, I'm like, I put the thing out there and I spelled everything out the way that I know how I said, you know, I need a female singer who does not, who does not over sing the songs. I need somebody who is, you know, willing to send me a vocal sample, um, of themselves doing, uh, a song a- acapella um, there will not be any pay, but I will give, you know, as much, uh, I will give as much credit as I can. I said, uh, you know, and this could potentially be something that, you know, leads to future work. And the thing is, is like, I wasn't making money off of this music. So why would I pay, you know? And that honestly, like, I still don't make money off music. You know, I don't make money off of pretty much anything that I, you know, produce. I don't make money off of this podcast. You know, I don't I don't monetize much at all unless we're playing a show, you know, and if we're playing a show, that monetization goes for the whole band. You know, we 
we buy stuff and whatever. Okay, so the, the the fact is, is like at this point, I didn't have a band. I was past Euphoria, um, and then, um, I had gotten a couple of hits. There was this one. Um, who was a bass player and a singer and um, she would absolutely love to do this, but she didn't have a studio um, and she lived far, very far away. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, well, I mean, I can't really take, I can't really take, you know, uh, uh, unless you have like some form of a studio that you can go into and actually record this and then send me the track I can't really do anything with that. And she understood. Uh, The second person uh, was like, cool, send me the song. And I sent her the song. And then she got back to me um, and she was like, oh, yeah, this would be very exciting to do. You know, Um, so, you know, that's that's wonderful. I'll contact you in a couple of days with with a file. Well, a couple of days go by. She doesn't say anything. So I sent her a message. I said, hey, you know, you have the you have the words, you have the song. I was like, you know, I need you to I need you to, uh, you know, produce a file. And she was like, oh, well, I should have told you this before, but I'm going to need you to do a personality test. And, uh, you know, I've worked with people in the past and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I sent her a message back and I said, okay, well, the, my personality is I'm an introvert. And then I blocked her. Didn't you also have like somebody that was like wanting a contract? And yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. you, even though you were very upfront about <clears throat> there's no pay, people wanting pay and, like it was a whole thing. Yeah, and then I would have like people on uh Facebook like, you know, well, you're putting their music out there online like, you know, you should offer pay and I'm like okay, so the thing is is like I don't get pay. So why would I offer pay? <laughs> We're not rich. <laughs> right. So why would I offer pay? It's a yes or no question. You and know? I think you were pretty honest too like, hey, if this song blows up, and I get a contract and there would be money, then I would give, then I, there would be pay. Yeah. But if I'm not making anything, then I'm not paying anything. Like you were very upfront and honest right. about your intentions and say, you know, like, Hey, if this does go somewhere, <clears throat> then there will be something, you know, I'm not going to shut you out or, and I'm not going to just use you. Like, I'm fair, you know? Right. And you know, not everybody takes it that way. I mean, and I get it. There's like a lot of people online who are like, well, and I'm a, I'm a part of a lot of these like recording groups where like people will go on and they'll be like, Hey, uh, you record my, you record my song and I'll fucking pay you when I blow up. It doesn't really work like that, you know? And that's, I kind of feel like that's how people were perceiving me is like, I'll pay you when I blow up. Thing is, is I have no intention on blowing up. I have no intention on on even fucking getting noticed. I do this because I enjoy doing this. And that's what I put in there. I said, I enjoy doing this. I have fun. And that's what this is. It's fun. And I mean, it's a creative outlet for you. Right. And it's something that you do. I mean, even if you're... I mean, you have past euphoria now, but I feel like even if you didn't have past euphoria, you would still be searching for people to collaborate with this way. I mean, yeah, it's just you. It's meeting new people. It's having the experiences with them. It's it's learning from my peers in a way that I've never done before. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it boils down to. Um, I have collaborated with some pretty intelligent musicians, um, and I've had some pretty snotty ones come over too. And, you know, like at the end of the day, um, I found my people, mm-hmm. but if it didn't work out or we could bring somebody in, cause the idea was 
I collaborate with other people. That was past euphoria. Yeah, it was a collaboration. It was like not going to be a set band. It was going to be kind of a revolving door and just because you wanted different sounds and different people's inputs and that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, and it it, it worked out. Um, it worked out great for almost a year, and then uh, <clears throat> then I, uh, well, Leah had sent me a message um, saying that she could sing, and and she sent me this vocal clip of her singing "Crazy" by Patsy Cline, and it sounded great. Like she did it outside and uh, you can hear everything outside. And um, but like it was on key. It sounded wonderful. She's local. She was local, which was great. Um, You know, and I asked if she had a studio. She said, no. I said, would you have a problem coming over to my house um, and putting this on track? We promise we won't make you like put the lotion on the skin. Right. Yeah. I, I, and I think you're re- like very upfront, like my wife's going to be here. You know, it's not just me. And-, and I made sure that she met me beforehand. She came to my my store, which was a public place while I was working and she met me and we talked about it. Um, and as it turns out, um, she had mentioned that she also plays violin. And I was like, well, that's different, you know? So like, um, I had her, I had her come in and just record the song on a whim one day and she came over against all of her family's wishes. Um, because it's a scary place, the internet, you know, um, you, you don't know who you're meeting. And, you know, I tried to make myself as upfront as possible, but you still don't know, and you know. Her I, I say husband, he was okay with it. Yeah, and I even said, you can bring him along, you know, if that makes you feel more comfortable. And um, she came alone. Um, I was here. Yeah, Liz was here. We met before, she, you know, like she came in, we chatted for, you know. Yeah. So, like, uh, I think she felt more comfortable after that, which was awesome. And so she got in, and the first recording she did, it was it was off, but, I mean, it was the first, you know. You, Nerves and. Yeah. I mean, you could track 20, 30 times before you get the perfect thing. Luckily, it only took her, like, four, you know. Um, and I was able to get a good tracking on her and, uh, we talked about the future of, you know, her working with us. Um, and really what solidified the deal was she played violin, you know, that was a, that was a, a good dynamic that nobody around here does. You know, nobody has a violinist and um, they exist. They exist in rock bands, but I don't think I've it's seen. It's not common. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen around here that somebody had a violinist as, you know, in their rock band, but she also sings. So she is my co-singer. Um, you know, sometimes she does backups. Sometimes she she's in the forefront, you know, um, and she also plays violin, which is really cool. Um but she laid down couldn't be better and i put it online and that was a hit you know it was a hit online um and now she just basks in the attention and it's great everybody you know it's cute how like she'll get like diva moments it's adorable <laughs> oh yeah she does get the diva moments i get the diva moments too you know it's, it's okay um but uh so going from there it was uh just the three of you yeah it was just the three of us and we were playing as an acoustic set and i mean mike still kind of would contribute remotely right yeah i mean and that's when we did because i uh i gave mike a uh one of my old electric guitars so he can work on one of my songs which is actually out here 
uh, he put a lot of uh, tracks on that. He did the frame drum. He did the slide guitar. Um, I did the kazoo. You did the kazoo. Uh, uh, wait, if if anybody out there is looking for a kazooist, hit me up. <laughs> is that like a, th- a not- kazooist? Yeah, totally. <laughs> but but to be fair, you all you did was hoo <laughs> Because that's what you told you're an asshole. <laughs> um, but uh it did it ended up working with the song and I put in kazoo number two. You told me to do it like that. It was like the baseline for my kazooing. Dead this air. dead air is me giving him an evil look. <laughs> and remember earlier when you said you gave me constructive criticism and I cried? Yeah. 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 We're there. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but so yeah, um we were we had um become an acoustic trio, um, but we were still inviting people over to kind of grow. You were looking for a drummer and... I was looking for a drummer. We were looking for a second guitar player. Uh, We had this guy come over for a couple of practices. um, And um, his ideals and our ideals were just completely different. He was already an established cover band. And, you know, they were rock stars. The problem with rock stars, though, is especially like cover bands... um, I I like a good cover band, but they're, you know, they're a cover band. You know, you've heard these songs a million times on the radio, you know, like it's it's kind of like but, you you know, it's, it's sad because that's what people want to hear. They want to hear covers and we're an original band and mm-hmm. I don't think that dynamic worked with him. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were going to say something. No, I'm sorry. I'm just... Um, but, um, yeah. So one day we just got ghosted by him and, you know, not a big deal. You had people who were supposed to show up and, you know, they were like, yeah, I'll be there. And then never showed up. Right, right, right. And then can we cut to like, I bought you the Gretsch for Christmas. Yeah, but that's a little, that's a little ways out. Oh. Yeah. I mean, we have mentioned that in the past. No, but I was going to say like. I'm trying to fast track it here. Sorry. I was going to say, like, I got you that Gretsch for Christmas and you've always loved rockabilly and that sound. And then you kind of started. I mean, it may have even been like on Christmas Day when you were like, we should do like a rockabilly show. Yeah. And um, so you and Leah and Eric started kind of putting together this idea of a rockabilly show and then that's how. Yeah, I mean, got... Eric Eric knew a guy who was a drummer. I'm like, hey, well, how come you didn't say anything before? Yeah, this like... is like in like this is in like February, you know. And the no, show was... no, it was in like January. And the show was in March. Yeah, it was in January, <laughs> and uh, and Eric was like, uh, yeah, no drummer. I'm like, oh, you mean we've been like doing this for like eight months and. You just now telling me that, <laughs> you know <a> <laughs> um, and I mean he's mentioned it before, but he didn't want to bother him. And like I'm like, you know what? Give him a call, see what he says. And uh, so he calls up his buddy, and uh, that's when we got Jeff. And um, Jeff yeah. was, you know, he's um, a really good drummer. He was just a little rusty at first, and we put on like a rockabilly cover show. Well, um, and then Jeff led to yeah. Um, we we started we started playing around with like rockabilly stuff, and uh, I was like, "Hey, um, Jeff, you wouldn't happen to know any like lead guitar players?" And he's like, "You know, this is kind of like a shot in the dark." He said, "But I got this buddy up in Lorraine, um, who like I mean, I've worked with him quite a bit, and he's talked a big game, but I've never actually seen him play." And I was like, "Call him, see what happens." You know, and uh, that's our uh, that's our um, guitar player, our um, lead guitar player, Tyrone now. um, And uh, 
he travels all the way down here. It's a 45 minute drive just to practice with us. And, um, and I think it like, I think for you, like when you met Jeff and he came over a couple of times, you're like, Oh yeah, this is going to work. It was kind of like that, you know, like ah, moment. And then I think that then when Tyrone came and you guys started playing with him, it was kind of that this, this dynamic works. Like you, yeah. like it was that, Oh, moment again like all the puzzle pieces came together right and i mean yeah i'm still open to collaborate with people even now i mean you know? even for the rockabilly show you had vince yeah, singing I, because there were songs that you because they were covers and there were songs that you wanted to do that you just couldn't sing and vince sang with you guys and, and that show was job. awesome my and like i remember this because um I didn't go to like the setup with you because I mean, I'm a little personal, but like my mom had just passed away and my aunt was here. That was our guest who, you know, it was right after my mom It was a couple days after my mom passed, you guys kind of went and set things up and then we came to the show. And I remember like, like the biggest like rock star moment was like when, Tyrone came off the stage and was playing guitar like in the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? <laughs> because I wasn't there for like the setup and kind of running through and like the practice and everything. Right. And so like when he did that, like I was like, that was like the biggest like rock star moment ever. That like, that was awesome. And that's uh, that's Tyrone. He is the rock star. And that was on um Johnny Be Good. That was Johnny Be Good. Yeah. Um yeah, he uh and all of these are on uh, Past Euphoria's YouTube channel. You can check all of this stuff out. Uh, even Tyrone, you know, getting off the stage and stuff like that. He yeah. wasn't followed. You know, somebody was doing some shoddy camera work. Oh, oh. I couldn't enjoy the sh- Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, you know it, I got to pick on you. Yeah, it's just more cannon fodder for my crying later. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but my point is, like... It was a it was really good. And you like at that point, like Jeff came in January. You guys were already trying to put this show together and Tyrone joined probably what about February ish? Yeah, somewhere in February. And like the dynamic that you guys had on stage, like you can tell like when you got it just it clicks. Yeah. And you know, Tyrone, I think he had mentioned that he's never actually played rockabilly before. And I'm like, well, how do you feel about playing like, you know, the lead to Johnny Be Good? And, uh, you know, he said, I've never done it. He said, but I'm sure it's not that hard. Um, but he did his own thing mm-hmm. and it worked out great. It, I was going to say, and like, I, I, I just... Vince too, Vince singing that song. Oh, he made oh, it. He made oh my it. god, it was so good. Like, I I know that like I'm your wife, and this is probably sounding like biased, but like it was an awesome show. Like you guys, all of you guys did so well. Like this sh- sound was so good. It was it was. So really my fun. guitar went out of tune. <laughs> but like. I, I honestly can I can I can I give you some constructive Yeah you, you really always. I think you need to write a song for Vince to like I I think you guys should work with him again. Oh yeah. I His actually have been voice thinking is so about it. amazing. Actually a, a buddy of mine just wrote a song <laughs> with him. Um Chris? No, uh Bad Boy Dave. Oh. I was gonna say like because Chris plays keyboard i mean yeah him and him and chris actually already have their own thing yeah i know but what i'm saying is like you could you should write a song and have vince play with you again or sing with you again because yeah oh i I love his voice like i could he's amazing the problem the problem with vince um 
though, is he's not always available to play those out with yeah. us. Um, that would be an exclusive recording only. Yeah. Um, or maybe like once in a while we can have him come out to a show and play it with us. Yeah. So that would have to be something that like, you know, <laughs> he would have to do on his time. Yeah. But he sang really well with you guys. And I mean, I, I recommend going to the YouTube channel and checking out the Rockabilly show because it was phenomenal. You had that place rocking. Yeah, it was fun. It was it it was a super fun show. And then we and then like, you know, we get my melancholy stuff in there. (laughs) Yeah, because you did a couple of your originals at the end. Yeah, my songs are pretty melancholy, except for Carolina. Carolina's not melancholy. You didn't have Carolina at that point. I didn't. And um, like Carolina was written specifically uh, just before Live at Broadway's. So was Siesta Key. Um, to round out your album. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, Carolina was uh, was more of the rockabilly sound I was looking for anyway, because that song right there is traditional rockabilly. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of a fun, you know, that was kind of a fun little, uh, it, you know, that, that show was a fun little adventure. Um, but that has kind of opened some doors for us and we were able to, um, meet another band that night, um, who has went on to do pretty awesome things lately. Um, and, uh, they had started around the same time we did. Um, but you know, they have to have, you know, they, they, they've they been playing more consistently than we have. Like I said, I do this for fun. I don't do this for a job. Um, you know, it's the same with the podcast. The podcast I do for fun. I enjoy telling my stories and I enjoy talking to you people. Um, you know, and it gives my wife and I like conversations like we're always busy. So, I mean, it's not... It's not sometimes we just don't have time to just sit and sit down and have a conversation. So, like, for me, like, this is a really good way for her and I to, you know, communicate while we're communicating with you guys. Mm -hmm. It kind of regales like old stories and like, you know, we kind of relive those memories and it's really neat. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's like, you know, therapeutic, honestly. And it's funny because like during the week, like we're real people, we have jobs, you know, this isn't obviously what we do. And it's funny because like we'll talk about in passing like, oh, hey, did you see what the numbers were for this new episode? You know, back. But it's not like we don't talk about it. You know, Saturday is like, okay, like we put on like our like podcast and business hat and like, you know. And I mean, like I said, we, we, a lot of times we'll hit record and just start talking. Yeah. You know, um, we don't have a, an agenda. We don't have a script. Um, obviously because there's a lot of dead air and, um, and, and, you know, (laughs) and, uh, but like I have fun just doing this and, um, like I I said before, I think. Even if we didn't have any listeners, we'd just do this so we could just listen to it ourselves. It's right. funny. I enjoy I enjoy the um the the uh, the dynamic. I think we're funny. I think that, you know, I mean, yeah, we could sit down and have a conversation. But we, ca- we talk a lot. We do. We can sit down and have a conversation. Don't don't let me lead you to think that we don't talk. But this we kind of like dig up memories and it's you know it's fun to talk about and like you know like we put funny you know innuendos in there that like hindsight's 2020 it's always 2020 you know uh but now it's 2022 oh see what i did there also like the previous episode i talked about you know some uh, something that happened to me so i mean it's informative i think little more serious, you know. Yeah. Um but like I'm excited that we're going to have guests and I hope that we keep getting those guests. Yeah. Uh I'm going to reach out to a lot of my podcasting communities and see if 
they want to be guests on our show. In fact, the guy that we have coming on uh, next week is going to uh, he he is a podcaster. Um, him and his wife, um, his wife is not a podcaster, but she does, uh, she does show up on his episodes from time to time. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty excited about that as well. Yeah. Um, and as far as past euphoria is concerned, we are writing new material as we speak. So if you do want to hear anything, subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube channel, because it will be showing up. Yeah. Are you... Now, because, like, I don't go downstairs when you guys practice, so, like, this is just me asking. Um, I know last year you guys had, like, a lot of the songs were songs that you were already working on since, you know, like, 2020. Um, So you had a good chunk of material. Are you guys hoping to get in the studio this year and record your next album? Yes. Um, We are... Hopefully, and, you know, we are going to bring in some of the older songs from 2020 into this new album because the album that we do have is a live album um, where we pretty much just recorded in an open room and I wasn't 100% happy with it. So I would like to take some of those songs and bring them into the actual studio album that and we're polish creating. them and yeah, get them polished up, make them nice and shiny. Um, but we do have about three or four songs now that we're working on, mm-hmm. like right now. Um, and when we're done with them, I mean, like, and all of us are a little different. Um, there's me who's like more of like the melancholy slash hard rocker. You have Eric writing stuff who's like, he's more of like the classic rock kind of guy. You got Leah who's in like country, you know, and we're going to be, we're going to be introducing some of, you know, some of that dynamic in there. It is funny because like people will ask me like what genre your band is. And I'm like, they play a little bit of everything because you guys all do come from different musical backgrounds and like even even like what you guys listen to is different. Right. And I'd like to I'd like to um <laughs> say personally that I feel that we're kind of like a variety show. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I I describe us. Yeah, I can see that. It, it's it's more of something for everyone. And um you know, who knows? I may even be doing rap in the future. What are you going to take my suggestion? What with the D twelve? No, oh no, 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 no. That's covers. Um, I'm talking about like um, I've been collaborating with people, and um, hopefully they'll be getting back to me on it. But uh, you know, your boy over here does some sick ass beats. <laughs> okay, he does. He does okay. some sick ass beats. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I I know some rappers out there, and. Uh, you know, I would love to produce a rap tune under Past Euphoria's name. That'd be different. Be interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's pretty much uh, all I have to say about uh, Past Euphoria. Um, great things come in the near future um, for the podcast, for the band, everything like that. Uh, right now we're at 47 minutes. Do you have anything to add to the conversation? No. No? No. No. Like, I kind of feel like last week was, like, my platform kind of, I I dominated that episode, and you wanted to talk about past euphoria, and so... I did. And uh, so this was kind of your open platform here to discuss, and... Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that about does it then, so... um, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, I'm so excited for the giveaway. I know we talked about it earlier, but I I just want to say, like, because it hasn't happened yet, and I know we announced it in the last show, so, like... By the time you guys hear hear this, this, it'll it'll already be over. Yeah, but, like, me personally, I'm excited about it. I'm pretty excited about it, too. It's, like, the first time that I've ever, like... You know, I've I've ever put so much effort into, um, you know, 
working on this, you know, uh, the prize is a cool prize. Um, it's not going to be life changing, but it might be. And you were like, how can like, what should we do for the giveaway? And I kind of came up with that. Like, hey, what if, you know, we fill in the blank? Yeah. And <clears throat> so, yeah, like, I know it's kind of weird to be talking about it when by the time this happened, like this airs. It'll be over, but it's still like on our minds right now because it hasn't happened. But hey, if uh, if you are listening to this and you are the lucky winner, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we know who the winner is, we'll like announce it on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that about wraps it up. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, we have had a blast talking to you, um, mm-hmm. and for. Uh, for next week i really hope you guys tune in to hear our first guest our second our yeah second guest sorry um it's our first that they're not here and with us yeah it's a remote it's a remote and there will be a video and you can subscribe to our patreon and uh that video will be uploaded on there so um yeah please do that um for now, um, we have been your host. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And this is Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. You have yourself a great week. See ya. Tie her down, me.